Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little, and today I wanted to share a hand with you from a 1,000 euro event I played in a European poker tour event somewhat recently. Um, this was from very early in the tournament. As you can see, we are playing 200 big blinds deep. And the opponents in this hand are a loose aggressive player who raises to 100 to 150 from middle position. And then the player in the low jack seat calls. He is a loose passive player. Um, the stacks are 10,000 at 2550 blinds. And everyone folds around to me with ace king of hearts. So I think calling is an acceptable play on the button with ace-king of hearts, but against a loose aggressive razor and a loose passive caller, I think there's just too much value in re-raising to, to call instead. So I'm going to be re-raising, and I'm probably going to make it around 550. That's usually my typical raise size over a three big blind raise and a caller at this level. So I do make it exactly 550. That's nice. <laughs> it's always good when I review hands, and I'm I do the same thing. And uh, both players call. So we are taking a three-way flop. The pot is 1725. Stacks are 9,400 behind. The flop comes king, six, five. No hearts, but or a rainbow board. So both of my opponents check to me. And at this point, with top pair, I definitely need to bet. You have to be careful that you don't stack off when your opponents happen to have a set every time in this scenario. So... My general strategy against a loose aggressive player is to bet and not fold to any raise, whereas my plan against a loose passive player is to bet and probably fold if he decides to check raise me. And that probably sounds extraordinarily exploitable, but if you think your opponent is only going to be check raising with a set or two pair, ace king's not in very good shape when you get check raised. Of course, you have to be careful against some amateur players because they may look at king 10 on a king 6-5 board and check raise it because they think it's the nuts. So against those players, you definitely do not want to bet with the intention of fold. You want to bet and then call down and recognize that if you happen to run into a set or two pair, that's just a little bit unlucky. So the pot is 1725, and I decided to bet 1,000. The loose aggressive raiser calls, and the loose passive player calls, which is fantastic. At this point, I think that the loose passive player has primarily one pair of hands in his range, mostly kings, mostly sixes, mostly fives. He could even have something as bad as pocket threes or pocket twos. The turn is a two, so hopefully he doesn't have pocket twos. Um, the two brings in the four three straight, which is one of the more obvious draws. But you have to ask yourself, is a guy really calling a preflop raise with four three and then also calling a three bet? And maybe he would if he is very loose and very passive. So I can't completely count that out. But I think that I'm going to be against a much wider range than only that at this point. I think my opponent's probably never going to fold a king if I bet again. And if he has something like ace-6 or ace-5 or 5-4 or 5-3 or 6-4, any of those hands, he's almost certainly never going to fold. So this is another spot where I think I can very confidently bet the turn and then fold if I get raised. So the pot's 3,700 and we have 8,400 behind. So I want to make a bet. They'll allow me to put in a sizable river bet without making my opponent feel like he has his stack at risk. In general, against loose passive players, they will call you down all the way to the river, and you know they'll even get to the showdown quite often with marginal hands if you don't make them put in their stacks. So quite often, you want to be trying to get your stack in with your best when, when you have the best hand. But against players who really want to see what happens without risking their whole stack, you don't want to make them feel like they're risking their whole stack when you're trying to get full value. 
So um, he checks. I'm probably going to bet something like 2,000 on the turn. And I do go 1,600. So that's slightly small. But eh, like I said, I'm not trying to make my opponent risk a stack. And I'm also really trying to get value from his marginal hands containing a 6 or 5. And if you bet too large, like say I was to bet 3,000 into the 3,400 pot, my opponent may start folding his 6s and 5s. And that's the exact opposite of what I want to happen. So I like that bet size. 1,600 seems great. Three rivers of five pairing the board. My opponent checks. And at this point, I have to ask myself, is there any value in betting? Will my opponent call me with a hand like king 10 or a six or pocket eights? And against a loose passive player, I think the answer to that is definitely yes. I think it's a very clear and easy bet. And I, I don't really think there's much else to discuss. I mean, if he has a five, I think he's going to check raise me. And if that's the case, I'm going to fold to a check raise. If he has a 10, I'm sorry, if he has a king, like king 10, and he has that hand, he's going to check call. So I can very confidently bet this, knowing that if I get check raised, my opponent's not losing his mind. Because remember, he's a very passive player. He's not an aggressive player. You have to be aware that just because a player is loose does not necessarily mean he is overly aggressive. So the pot's 6,900. And I'm probably going to bet 3,000 or so. I think that's a nice number that's going to allow my opponent to look me up from time to time with a worse hand. Of course, if your opponent's going to fold, I want to make this clear. If your opponent's going to fold something like a six and king 10 to a river bet every time, then you probably don't want to bet because that means your opponent's only going to be calling with hands that beat me. And I want to, and my opponent could easily have a five. I don't think that's impossible. But in this scenario, against a loose passive player, I think he's going to call often enough such that I can value bet this river. So I do bet 2,700 into the 6,900 pot. And the loose passive player check raises me all in. So that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I lose to 4-3 and any 5 and any set. I guess I lose to king 6, but I don't think the opponent would check raise king 6 on this river. So what should I do? We're getting pretty great pot odds. I have to call another 4,000 to win maybe 16,000, a 16,000 chip pot. So I don't have to win very often at all to justify a call. However, I am fairly confident that my opponent's almost never going to bluff in this spot. So if my opponent's almost never bluffing, and I only need to win 18% of the time or something like that, if he's bluffing 2% of the time, I'm not getting the right price to call. So you must be very disciplined in this spot and make folds and recognize that my flop, turn, and river bet were all probably very good. And I just got unlucky that my opponent hit a five on the river. So I hope I fold. <laughs> I do fold. And my opponent does show seven of hearts, five of hearts for the river trips. And I'm not entirely sure if my opponent would have called a river bet if he did not make three of a kind with a five. But notice that since he has seven, five, he's also going to have numerous hands like king nine and a six and seven, six and whatnot. And with those hands, he easily could call the river bet. So I like this river bet. I think it's a good spot to go for the bet with the intention of folding. And this is often how you do want to attack loose passive players. Seeing how this hand is from a small stakes live poker tournament, I wanted to share with you a new ebook I recently produced that is currently doing extraordinarily well. It has very good reviews and it is, um, at least when I'm making this video, it is the number one book on Amazon in both the poker and the gambling sections. I'm extraordinarily proud of it. It is a, it's not a, t a too large of a book. It's 
called Strategies for Beating Small Stakes Poker Tournaments. You can definitely read it in one day if you feel like putting in some time. And it really does dig deep and show you how to exploit the most common players you're going to encounter in the small stakes poker tournaments. And this hand from this episode of Weekly Poker Hand really demonstrates that, where it didn't work out for me this time, but most of the time that's a bet that a lot of amateur players would never make, but it's a really good bet against players who are loose and passive. So if you want to get this book, you can get more information for it at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash stakes, And I hope you guys enjoy it. The book is very cheap. It's only $4.99. I wanted to make it as accessible as possible to anyone who wants to learn. And you have to realize you have to sell your book for something on Amazon. And I suppose I could have given it away, but I'm trying to um, impact as many people as possible. And Amazon is a great place to sell the eBooks. So check that out. Strategies for beating small stakes poker tournaments. I appreciate you guys being here and listening to this podcast and watching this podcast on jonathanlittlepoker.com. If you guys were not here, I would not be making this podcast. So thank you very much. And I will talk to you next week.